Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, my name is Joshua and this is the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what because who knows why. Joining me this week are three first timers and one return guest, so let's meet them now. Our first guest is a comedian who by all accounts is the only person who has his name on the internet. Because when you type his name into Google, the related searches are Bunnings <laughs> and Fairy Bread. <laughs> Please welcome the stone creator of Lost in Pronunciation, it's Ivan Aristogueta! Yay! So, uh, did Hello. you know this? You're the only Ivan Aristogueta that comes up on the internet. I didn't know that. On Facebook, it's only you. On LinkedIn, it's only you. On Twitter, it's only you. Beautiful. Mm, yeah. I like that. It's good. But it's, but it's useless because no one can spell my surname, so oh. that's fine. So. <laughs> Maybe I'll type in the wrong one in. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't have .com outright, you've, you've got to get new management. I've, I've got it. I've got it. Yeah, good. <laughs> also joining us is another first-timer to the podcast. She shares her name with a mother of two from Melbourne who may be related to her. I'm not sure because it's her name via uh, marriage. Please welcome its comedian, Sarah Bonetto. Yay! I don't know another Australian Sarah Bonetto, but oh, I will okay. kill her. Good. She was... <laughs> If you're listening, hi. Sarah Dawes. Oh. She's got two little kids. Her oh. Facebook profile It'll be a shame that she's pretty nice. going to be a shame. <laughs> now nah, she's dead. Okay. She's dead. Um, if you're listening, hi. Come she's a mum. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us is a comedian who shares his name with an installation artist in Sydney, a visual artist from Adelaide, and a pastry chef for the Walt Disney Company in Orlando, Florida. Please welcome Daniel Connell. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for having hey. me. Yeah. Great to be here. What was that, the pastry chef? Pastry chef. chef. For at Disney. At Disney World That's or Disneyland. Cool. I knew about the other two, the artists. Yeah. I did not know about the pastry chef. That is... There you go. How did you find that out, first of all? My favourite site for doing this is LinkedIn. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I'm the only person in the world who uses it, but that's all right. Why so. is Sarah Dawes slash Bonetto on LinkedIn? If no, she's, she's, just... a, she's on Facebook. Oh. That one came up on Facebook. Thank you for doing the extra research for me. That's I what, appreciate that's it. That's what I'm known for. <laughs> and finally is a comedian and burlesque performer who shares her name with a lawyer in the UK, Ooh. a UK passport officer, and a retired woman from Brisbane whose Facebook feed is exclusively pictures of wedding bouquets. I love that. Yes. Yeah, she's known on stage as Clara Cupcakes, but please welcome here today Ellie Squire. Yay! Hi. Um, if you Google Clara Cupcakes, it comes up with a girl who makes vegan cupcakes for charity. Oh. Uh, she's Clara's Cupcakes, and quite often I will get that as my... Google like hit yep. when the what the Google I forget what it's called but when you're like Google tell me when someone says my name yep. it's almost always her and she's doing good <laughs> deeds so a Google alert on your name yes do you have that I do ah oh, do does anyone else in the room have that no, no. thank no, you I didn't uh, yeah but the, a few people who have been on the show have that alert yeah and I I just couldn't do it to no. myself oh, she just makes me feel bad because yeah. I'm I'm just <laughs> telling jokes and 
getting my boobs out. And she's like, I'm making cupcakes for homeless people. Are you also, vegan? I'm 16. I'm not. <laughs> I've got a pan of chicken cacciatore waiting for me at home. <laughs> okay, our first game is Social Me, Me, Media. Well, I'll read out a status update by one of you four. And if you have to buzz in and tell me who you think tweeted it. Terrible. You can't buzz in for your own. I'm the worst at social social media. You're all right. Oh, you're all right. I'm well, we already know which one's going to be advanced. Yeah. So wow. just be like, this one is blank. So <laughs> your names are your buzzers as well. So you okay. can't you can't buzz in for your own ones. Okay. And I thought you were going to say, oh no, I don't want this round. The no, other round, bring it. The other opening <laughs> round in this fun. in this game is reviews, where I read out a review from someone, and you have Ooh. to buzz in and say who's it, who's it's about. <laughs> this one's a lot better for the comics. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Okay. Question one. No holiday is complete without a and I couldn't find a toilet story. Dan. Yes, Dan. Uh, Sarah? No, that was Ivan who uh, even put his yeah. hand up. I was like, Ivan, are you, are you nominating yourself? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Don't give it away. Don't give it, Do you, you want to talk about it? Yeah. 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 Um, so um, I was in Japan and uh, I think uh, every good holiday uh, has a story about it and I couldn't find a toilet. Yeah. Every single holiday, I think, because I went through that and it reminded me a lot of so many holidays that I've had where uh, you're in an emergency because you ate something that your body is not used to, and um, and then once you need the toilet, you can't find it. That, that's it. I was in Japan. But Japan's public toilets, are, I know about them. They're famous yeah. for They're being great. very good. Yes, they could be either or or, or very modern or yeah. very prehistorical. Okay, or pre- historical. Because <laughs> uh, um, they're just—it could be either very. Uh, uh, they can wipe your bum and, and give you music and warm up the seat, or it's just a hole in the ground. Yeah, mm. uh, that's the thing that I love about Japan. They keep the balance. Yeah. It's, a, it's about a m- modern world and and tradition, and I like that. So um, <laughs> when you're in a con- when, when you're in a country where you don't speak the language and all the signs are in a, in, in in a different alphabet that you don't know the the writing. Uh, it's very hard to find a toilet. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm a fan of the public warm toilet seat. Yeah. If it's my own, yeah, I know I've warmed it up. But if it's yeah. a public one, I'm like, I'm not sure if this has been warmed up or someone else has been sitting Absolutely on it. Oh, I agree with that. It has a heater in the seat. Yeah, yeah it has oh, a heater. You know what? I'm on board either way. I don't care where the warmth came from. I'm, if you want to go to the fanciest toilet in Japan, go to the Hyatt, oh. um, which is, I think, where they film Lost in Translation. I went there oh. specifically for the, the bar, but also the toilet there is famously fancy. Speaking of Lost in Translation, did you know this? Do you know the last scene? Where, oh, where he whispers. Mm. Where he whispers. Yeah. Do you know if you uh, got some edition and you put the subtitles on, it yeah. comes up with what he says? No. no. Yes. What does, it say? what does he say? Was it, I used to oh. be my wife? It's like, uh, things, okay. it's something like, things won't change for us after this. It's something oh. like that. Oh. Yeah. Bleak. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> For uh, a movie that's like 20 seen years old. Lost in translation by now. I'll go watch that movie again. Yeah. Oh. But that's, apparently that's what oh. it comes up in the subtitles. That's wow. really cool. Yeah. Great factoid. But it's not, is it that cool? Because isn't it better that it's a mystery and I've just ruined it for mm. the listeners of this show? No, that's fine. I was that's never that's that attached. That's what your listeners come for. Yeah, good. Okay, <laughs> question two. Sugar is bad. Lots of red meat is bad. Smoking is bad. The sun is bad. Putting a beehive full of live bees on your head is bad. Sarah. Yes, Sarah. I think it's Dan. No, that is Ellie. So I point oh. there for Ellie. Oh, God, is, I didn't even remember that was me. That's you. <laughs> How far back did you troll? I go, I go deep. Yeah, I go deep I'm like, that's show. a couple of years ago. Yeah. Now well, I've got a memory. All right. Yeah. It must take some time to go that deep. 
back into someone's Twitter. That's thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yep. I bet you turn off tweets and mentions. You just have tweets. I there's a there's a website called Five Star. You just put in that, mm. and it comes up with the most popular <laughs> tweets oh. of that person. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Do you ever accidentally like someone when you go like like something really old when you go far oh, yeah, that far scary. back? Because oh, and then, they then you look weird. When yeah. I first started doing the show, though, Twitter was really good and that anything that was, like, favourite at all retweeted a lot. It would be oh. bigger when you scroll through. This okay. is before I found out about – and I used to quite often like very old ones back and people coming on the show would know, oh, this one's going to be talked about because Josh oh. has just liked it. So when I, when I would compile <laughs> it on and write okay. it, I would have them there in my life. Oh, I, mm. I wouldn't have minded you But liking. then Twitter ruined it by showing people what you mm. like as well. I'm not a fan of that on Twitter. Mm. Like, I don't want people to see that I've liked this comment. Oh, about someone saying, oh, yeah, sure. yeah, I saw yeah. the show and I really liked it. I want that little secret to be <laughs> just kept with me and that person. I only asked because my ex-boyfriend liked a really old Instagram of mine the other day uh, and it was weird. Yeah, yeah he's trolling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he was lonely. <laughs> <laughs> he has a wife. That's oh, no. well, <laughs> that lonely. That doesn't, <laughs> hey, I've been married. I, that doesn't matter. <laughs> You can feel lonely, very lonely. Uh, this this suits this question. Question three. Just passed a honk if you're horny sign and yet to take my hand off the horn. Taxi driver becoming agitated. Ellie. Yes, Ellie. It was Dan. You are correct. Yes, a point yes. there for Ellie Squire. <laughs> that is also a, a long day. How long ago was that? I can't no, remember that. I should, I should have the date here, but I don't, yeah. How long ago was that? I, I, I can't. Well, it was before Uber because he's still in a taxi. So. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Are you still horny, Dan? <laughs> Always horny. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, damn. Uh, okay, question four. A fun thing to do in a relationship is getting your partner to pretend to be unconscious and see if you can drag their limp body to safety. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote that? Sarah. Yes, Sarah. I think it's Clara. <laughs> yes, you're <laughs> actually yeah, laughing. There. And I, I was like, hang on, the numbers suggest this is me. It's my turn, but okay, it's you. Oh, it's just because sometimes I like to think about if I could save my boyfriend in a zombie apocalypse and he's six foot four and he's a big guy. Yeah. He's big. And the answer is no. Uh, Sometimes I can give him a piggyback if he's doing quite a lot of the work. (laughs) Um, But there's literally like sausage meat in here. There's no muscle. I think about that sometimes with my kids. I think (laughs) who are you going to pick first? No, just we're (laughs) fucked. I can't leave them, but they wouldn't walk anywhere. Like this would be complaining. They want to go and get stuff. Like the zombies would hear them. Yeah, Yeah. I, I couldn't keep them quiet. I'd just be, have you seen The Road or read oh, The Road? Yeah. yeah, read The Road, bad. I, I, if that was about me and my kids, that book would be 12 pages long. That yeah. Finders Kill Us would be done. You'd be, be like, that oh, family, right. they're here in the night yeah. with a campfire and the, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's a bad time. It's a bad thing. Um, You know what else, Ali, that um, mm-hmm. scenario teaches you about yourself and the zombie apocalypse? Yes. If you were zombified, you could totally take your boyfriend. Oh, yeah. You could, like, lift him up and drag him a bit anyway. Yeah, totally. I never think about the zombie apocalypse. I know there's a lot of people who love zombies, but I have no, like... And you never think about it from the perspective of the zombies. Like, what if you end up zombified straight away? Is that a bad thing, though? What what happens? You just eat brains. You just eat brains and then somebody might kill you, I guess. I think that's a first world country thing. Like, (laughs) only if you live in a first world country, you think about the zombie apocalypse. Like, if you come from Venezuela, for example... You, you're actually living yeah. in the zombie apocalypse so, <laughs> and you don't want to have more nightmares about yeah. people wanting your money or your life There's or wanting TV to be you. About okay. it. What, in Venezuela? <laughs> no, not in Venezuela. <laughs> Question five. Tomato sauce on a pie, flavour enhancer or coolant? 
Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Dan. No, that was Avan. You've got a bit of sauce form. I was going to say. It, it was, uh, and uh, the most popular answer for that Twitter was, Por que no los dos? There <laughs> 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 so were people being uh, funny and racist at the same time, and I loved it. Yay. So it wasn't racist for me. I really liked that answer. <laughs> Uh, but, but why not both? Is what is that what that translates to? Yeah, why yeah. not both? Why yeah, because yeah. no yeah. yeah. the, the listener at home doesn't have the hand gestures that you did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no it's famous from the old El Paso ad. Yes. Yes. yes, am I right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, question six. This is a bit of an act out. Oh, kid points at new age stall. Mum, can I have incest? What? No, that's not what it's called. I want incest. Okay, we need to go. Who wrote that? Ivan. Uh, Ivan got in first. Sarah. Yes, you are right. Yeah. <laughs> that was Woodford Folk Festival. Oh, that's oh. very recent. I don't want to. Ha- I want to. Don't want to tar them with the hippie brush. But oh no, do it. Yeah, they're, they're oh, aware. They yeah. know. Yeah. So much incense. <laughs> incense. Incense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak for the other one. Because I see lots of people on Twitter posting photos of Woodford and saying how great it is, and it's just I, it is so great. I'm not a camper, so I wouldn't, I couldn't do it. I'm not a camper. It's like backstage and I, showers, and it's all very civilized. Mm. Um, oh yeah, I'm talking Rod- more of a punter. Like not, oh, I'm not assuming that I'm going to get a gig there. <laughs> but it's that thing of like that, and also I'm not into that whole new age kind of oh. that living either. So no. I think I'd, I'd get a bit. All right, crystal I want some, yeah. I want some bars on my phone crystal now. Crystal stills. Because rose quartz cleanses your chakra and uh. just great. <laughs> jingle it around the tent a bit. It's, oh, if you swallow it, it'll just cleanse out your colon completely. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it and I found my people. Cleans, it cleanses your essence. Yeah. <laughs> Question seven. This is another act out. Mm. Mate, yeah, my share portfolio is going great right now. Me. I've been trying to get my finger and toenails to grow at the same time. <laughs> Ivan. Yes, Ivan. Uh, Sarah. No, that was Dan Connell. Hey. Dan. True story. <laughs> I, uh, I was caught up with some friends over the Christmas break and they're all doing much better than I am. Um, <laughs> How are the fingers and toenails thing? You can't get your toes. Your toes about three times slower than yeah. your, your, your fingers are about one. So I'm just mm. thinking. Mm. It's hard yeah. to sync them up. Is ridiculous. So your so clipping sure. schedule is well. It's all over the shop. You can't. <laughs> ridiculous. You can't. You cannot get them to go at the same time. I'm so sorry. Try at home if anybody tries. How's that going in Venezuela? Is that an issue? <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's not a third world country problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question eight. Scheduling tweets for the future is a great way to trick yourself into thinking you're not falling apart at the seams. <laughs> Ivan. Yes, Ivan. Sarah. No, it's oh. Ellie. Yeah. Ellie. I laughed heartily. <laughs> she laughed and I was like, ha-ha, diverting the attention. <laughs> I learned from last time. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great tweet. Oh, thank you. Do you. So you schedule in case you're going to be away? or? Look, I did it once yeah. um, over Falls Festival because I thought I wasn't going to have uh, any bars. I did have some, but because um, I'm doing all these portraits of people and I was like, oh, I'll put a whole bunch of them out and then that'll make people come to my show. But um, uh, yeah, so I did that and then I haven't done it since. Because so. Joan Rivers got caught doing that. After oh, she died, she? yeah, some tweets oh, went out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. Oh, that's that's I, good. I like, love that yeah. though. Like, I kind of still still getting some zingers out beyond the grave. That's good. Like, yeah. I, I believe her last one was uh, "Such is life." <laughs> <laughs> Please retweet in brackets. <laughs> Such is life. <laughs> okay, question nine. First of January starts using recycled toilet paper. Second of January, 
wonders if recycled assholes have been invented. We'll need one soon. Uh, Sarah, yes, is Sarah. it Ivan? No, it is Daniel Connell. <laughs> 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 and thank you for uh, thinking of me. That's fine. I love shit comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and our last question for the round. It's a bit of a long one, so wait till the very end. Citizens of Earth, I have grave news from the future here in Melbourne, Australia. We did the Phil Collins 1156.40 thing, but it unlocked some kind of hell portal. Utter carnage here. Phil Collins is everywhere. Gnawing at lampposts. Smashing in shop fronts. Rutting in the street. You are. Yes, Ivan. Sarah. Yes, you are. <laughs> I was with him when I tweeted that. Oh, yeah. yes. We were drunk on New Year's Eve. And how many... This is amazing. This is like 20,000 retweets. Oh, really? Uh, twenty. 23,000 retweets and 86,000 likes. Man. It has got a bit... The age and the Sydney Morning Herald rang me to do an interview because it was a slow news day. (laughs) That's a great way of starting the year. Like, this Mm. is the best thing. It was a funny, a a funny time. And I think... I was saying to a fan, like, I, I sent that tweet out in a fit of peak. Like, I was just drunk on champagne. Probably took about three minutes to write it out of those. And how many grapes? And 12 grapes because I'm not an animal. There's a mm. superstition that he does it New Year's Eve and it's all about having good luck and we all had to do that yes. and it was a really fun party and I yeah. don't care what anyone eat, tells eat you. Eat 12 grapes. That's yeah. Yep. yeah. At the you start have of to. midnight. Okay. And carry a suitcase across the road genuinely. Can I all have half a glass of wine? Is that the same thing as 12 grapes? <laughs> no. Okay. no, no, you have to eat 12 grapes. Yeah. But people will say, like... Like, it's a shame that Phil Collins hasn't retweeted it. Because it was a bit of a meta tweet about Twitter anyway and something yeah. that he had tweeted. Um, but I actually don't know if he would tw- retweet something that suggests he's fucking himself in the street. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have a sense of humour about himself, but I'm not sure how far. Mm. Oh, I'm not sure if he does. The whole yeah. brass eye thing kind of made that mm. go away when he believes someone. But I believe Phil is a big listener of your show. Yeah, <laughs> so. he loves it. Um, Phil, if you're listening, <laughs> screw you, man. How did you? I got 90,000 retweets. Did you keep your phone on for the notifications oh or did you turn God, it off? Oh, my God, it was effing say, bad. Yeah, it, must have been. it was bad. Like, a week, I still get them. But now, here's something that's really interesting. It's only Russian sex bots. Oh. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, the tail end <laughs> is not real retweets anymore. It's just hot babes. Yep. Mm. Mm. Not that I'm not faving them all. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Later. Okay, at the end of the round, the scores are Sarah on one point. Dan on two points. Ellie on three points. Ooh. In the lead on four points. It's Savannah Ristogueta. Yay! Yay! All right. This round is a new round. It's Ooh. called Impress Yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, we all have those stories that we go to when we need to impress people. And this round is where one of our guests gets to share theirs. Now, Sarah was once invited to a very famous establishment to have a drink with some very important people. She was there with the singer Delta Goodrum. <laughs> But where was it and who were they? Was it A, she was invited to a party at Molly Meldrum's house where she got to have a drink with Danny Minogue? Was it B, she was invited to Buckingham Palace where she got to have a drink with Prince Charles and Camilla? Or C, she was invited to a party at the 100 Club, famous for the Sex Pistols doing their first residency there, where she shared a bottle of champagne straight from the bottle with Katy Perry? Now, one of these is true. You have to ask her as many questions as you can to try and determine which one is the truth. Sarah will answer them all as if they are all really true. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. Uh, the Prince Charles Camilla. Yeah. Um, were you and Delta, mm. the, and were you the only Australians there? Or was no, there other more. Sh- 
there were like and New Zealanders because they don't think the Royals can tell the difference. Right. Mm. Yeah. Loads rugby players, people I don't really recognise because I'm not in that world of rugby, surprising mm. as it may be. <laughs> Are uh-huh. you sure there were rugby players? Could they have been perhaps football players or they might another have actually sport? Been that. There were other sports. Mm. Javelin. What, what? As what? soon as they told me what their sport was, I zoned out. Mm, okay. What was the occasion on that dinner? Um, it was like a royal reception ahead of them coming out to Australia and New Zealand. So they did mm. like a little like, let's get some Australians into the palace. What year was this? Uh, oh, I don't remember. Like maybe seven, eight years ago. Maybe more. Is Phil Collins there at any point? <laughs> no, because I don't tell lies. And I'm only going to answer straight questions. I'm interested in the Katy Perry one, the okay, 100 yeah, Club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was she wearing? <laughs> <laughs> well, she had four changes of outfit uh, mm-hmm. over the course of that bottle of champagne we drank. Um, it glittery. It was kind of glittery. Dark, though, very low cut. That's what I remember. And an angular fringe at the time. Okay. Is she a maid of Delta's? Um, Delta was there on the same guest list as I was, but right. it, it, yeah, I don't know if they knew each other. She seemed very out of place. Delta did, yeah, mm. yeah, more than was me. it was it uh, all quite a list or was it a uh, pop a list? Okay, yeah, yeah. Is, and is the Hundred Club still like a punk venue, or is it now kind of just trading on that? And... It's very odd. It's yep. like kind of like old school punk and reformations of stuff and like things I've never heard of from the 60s very alt alt stuff and then um, weird cover bands and sometimes some comedy I've done gigs there and that feels wrong you shouldn't Mm. let Sarah Bonetto perform on the same stages well actually Johnny Lydon fuck it Mm. sure I'm pretty credible compared to him yeah I have a quick question about the uh, Buckingham Palace sure were there any corgis they had a lot of dog-specific uh, no. interests. I think they might have moved them to another room because there mm. were canapes. Mm. Mm. Any but questions about Shane Molly's knows. house? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. you seem very hung up on Molly. Was this pre-fall or post-fall fall of Molly's? Fall. From oh, he had a fall. Sarah lives in the UK. Ah, and so uh, she should I not have mentioned the fall not, to him? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I was just briefing. What are the chances? What are the chances? I was talking about the Marky Smith band. The yeah. fall. Oh. An album every year. Uh, no, so he, <laughs> Molly fell off a ladder. Mm. This was about five, six years ago. Oh, no. He fell off a ladder, hurt his head, was in hospital for a long time. He's back. He's fine now. Oh, no. But, yeah, he fell I off just, the Just for the record, want to say, at the party, it, I did not leave the ladder unattended. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would have been pre, yeah. It was just pre after ladder. I moved okay. to the UK, so, okay. yeah. This has nothing to do with the places you went, but who was Delta's boyfriend at the time? Um, that singer from that band. Uh, Brian McFadden. Yes, that guy. Not, yeah. not Mark Philippoussis. Oh. oh, my God. <laughs> oh. The tennis player? Yeah, yeah they he, were together for yeah, a while. I, I remember he had the, the D, the Delta symbol on his finger as he played. That was, oh. yeah, that was the telltale sign. Who was the swimmer that had the Foo Fighters symbol? Um, is that Michael Klim? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so she was Jeff dating Eagle? Brian McFadden. Yeah, it was back in that era. So of uh, Australia's Got Talent kind of business, because that is where I met Danny Minogue. Um, oh, you met Danny Minogue? Because I was on Australia's Got Talent. Were you? I was. Oh, uh, nice. Did, did you get through? Did she spin a chair around? That's not that show, is it? No. Uh, I got three yeses. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, I did some hula hoops. Brian McFadden was very creepy. Oh. Um, he was by far the worst one. Um, I did not enjoy him uh, talking about my boobs. Um, oh. Yeah. Kyle Sanderland's really nice, which was surprising. Um, but you she... Know, 
I know a few people who know Carl, and they yeah. say he's actually really nice, and he's playing up this character, but then sometimes the character just becomes him, and so, yeah. It was really weird. He was, like, being really respectful and good, and Brian kept being like, oh, Carl, be gross, and he was like, I don't want to be gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Danny Minogue, they made me bake cupcakes, because it was when I was baking cupcakes for a job and doing burlesque, and they were like, this would be a cute time, and she ate it and said it was dry. Oh, excuse me, how rude. It had been there for 12 hours. Like, I don't know what you wanted. This poor 16-year-old who's got the business club cupcakes. She's like, (laughs) now my cupcakes aren't even on TV. They're They're not even vegan. Uh, so where was Denny Minogue? Which one was she at? At so Molly Meldrum's mm. house. She yeah. was at Molly Meldrum's She was also there. I didn't really get to meet her. Um, she was complaining that the canapes were too dry over in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> was this in, in, in the UK or in... Uh, I don't uh, that know. was in Melbourne. In yeah. Melbourne. Because yeah. I don't know if Molly has a house in, in the UK. And the massive house in South Yarra had... You walked through the interior of it and there was like a courtyard but built into the middle of the house. Like the house was a donut shape, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And you could look up and see the stars. It was very amazing. What mm-hmm. was the occasion? Why you were invited? Well, uh, it was through a guy I was seeing at the time. And mm-hmm. we are still friends. He's great. Um, he's from uni. And he played the steel drums uh, at that party. So I was there <laughs> on his arm. And don't make a scene, Sarah. I really won't. What? But, yeah. He was the only entertainment at the party, still drums. Um, no, there was a... <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that's bad? I hope he's listening. Hi, Gary. <laughs> and why were you invited to the 100 Club? Oh, the 100 Club was a gig and I was on the guest list for that gig. So, yeah. And mm. Katy Perry was there as part of someone's entourage. Yeah. Oh. She was part of someone else's Was she? Was she Ms. Brand at the oh, time? Yeah. yeah, she was part of that whole thing. Ah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Back to Buckingham Palace. Yes. Sure. I like, I like your, I like your style, Dan. What mm. did Prince Charles say to you? Um, he told an anecdote about, because I was standing there with an Australian conductor, and they said, I, he knew that I was a stand-up comic, and he said, where is your next gig? And, <laughs> um, oh, that's it. No, he told me that he was a conductor, and he knew as I stand-up. And I said, where is your next gig? Not really knowing if that's what conductors call it, a gig. And he said... Oh, Vienna, I'm... Oh, oh, Vienna, that's quite funny. Um, He said, said, Vienna, I'm conducting the Philharmonic Orchestra. And I was like, oh, cool, cool. And he was like, where's your next gig? And I was like, little bar in Soho. (laughs) (laughs) Little basement club. Um, But yeah, so we were chatting about that. And Prince Charles got sort of ushered into our group. That's how he moves around the party. And uh, he made some joke about uh, orchestras with the conductor guy, who he seemed to know. And he said the word bloody. That's all I remember about that anecdote. So You're very that. good at lying. Very good. <laughs> but they, all three stories are true, so it's actually quite easy. So uh, what were you wearing on these three Ooh. stories, each uh, one of them? I wore a, an H&M dress made of polyester to the palace. <laughs> so why not? I wore, and that is currently for sale at H&M. No, that not. <laughs> you know how like, they always sell out of a Marks and Spencer or an H&M dress because Kate Middleton wore it once accidentally yeah. and got photographed in it? Can't say I do know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a not a fact that's infiltrated your life, Josh. It hasn't come into my world. <laughs> you got kids. One day soon. Um, they'll be like, I need this dress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and I don't remember what I wore to the 100 Club. A dress, I think stripy, like blondie parallel lines album cover mm. kind of stripy. Mm-hmm. Good choice. And where was the other one? Uh, Molly's house. Molly's house. Jeans and a top because I was back in Australia. Yeah. Mm. Oh, 
I went into this being like, shitting her bunging and pals, what a lie. Oh, but now I think that's the most true one. Yes. Another, mm. uh, one more question. Yeah. Mm. What was the season of the year on each one of them? Good question. Oh. Good question. The Molly Meldrum Steel Drums one was summer because we were looking up at the stars. It was amazing. And my boyfriend's steel drum did not fill up with water or rain because it was dry <laughs> and lovely. Um, and I was wearing, like, flowy summer clothes, uh, top mm. And the 100 Club was winter and the Palace was winter. Mm. All right, mm. we're going to lock in some answers here. So... Ellie, I'll go with you first. Do you think it's going to be uh, Molly's House, Buckingham Palace, or the Hundred Club? I'm looking in the Bucky Peas. I'm like, why B not? I like okay. to have my idea changed. Yeah. Do I get <laughs> points if they get it wrong? Yes, you get the point oh, if they delicious. get it wrong. I'd like to get Damn. Oh no, that's not a good sign. Hundred Club. Yeah. So C. Katy Perry. Hundred Club for me. The correct answer was B. <gasps> so a point there for Ellie. Two oh, points for Sarah. Thank you Very for your delicious good. points, Dan and Eva. Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Oh, well, when I first arrived, I was really flustered and nervous, and the butler was like, don't worry, dear. And he was taking my, yes, H&M jacket and stuff and hanging it up, and he said, can I get you a drink, you know, to calm those nerves? And I looked, and he was gesturing to this incredible dusty drinks trolley with amazing vintages of wine. And I didn't know what to say because I freaked out that I would mispronounce something. And so I just said, um, I'll just have the house red, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Which turns out was a lovely Beaujolais. Beaujolais. <laughs> nice. At the end of the round, the scores are Dan on two points, Sarah on three points, Ivan on four points, and also on four points is Ellie. Yeah. yeah. Nice one. I also want to point out that I didn't have a, uh, a university boyfriend who played the steel drums <laughs> called Gary. Gary, as if I'm a dead Gary. <laughs> Gary who Sorry, played Gary's. the steel drums. <laughs> Hey everyone, just stopping the podcast to let you know of some live shows that I'm doing with the podcast and with some stand-up. So starting March 11 in Brisbane at Hayabar, I'm doing a live Don't You Know Who I Am, followed by a stand-up show. So 3 o'clock is the, is the podcast, followed by me doing an hour of stand-up at 5 o'clock. First time I've been to Brisbane, tickets are already selling very well, so thank you very much. But, you know, I'd like a full room. So if you want to go, go to joshua.com.au slash gigs. Tickets are $25 and you get uh, both both shows. You don't have to stick around for the stand-up, but, you know, if you're there, you might as well. I'm pretty good at it. And then following that on March 24 and March 25, I'll be in Canberra for their Canberra Comedy Festival, which is a great festival. Lots of friends of the show are on there as well. So I'm doing two different shows. I'm doing my kids' show. So if you've got kids aged between like 5 and 10, uh, March 24 and 25, I'm doing that. And also I'm doing my cake show, Josh Earl versus the Women's Monthly Children's Birthday Cake Book. This show is taught everywhere in the country except for Canberra. So I'm bringing it to you guys. It's by far my most popular show. It's really good. It's won awards and all that kind of stuff, which is, if, you know, if you're trying to sell it to people, that, that always sounds good. Uh, yeah, so come along. So that's March 24th at the Civic um, in Pacific Pub in Canberra. For details, once again, my website, joshearl.com.au slash gigs. And then we have the six shows as part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. So four at the European Beer Cafe at 4.30 on Sundays. That follows the Little Dum Dum Club, so they're on before. And then, you know, if you're going to see them, if that's your bag, which you should be because it's a very funny show, stick around and see my show. So... Uh, so it's Sundays, 4.30. So tickets are at the same website, joshua.com.au slash gigs. It's $20 a show, or you can get a season pass, which is only $60. So if you're going to go to all four, you might as well get the season pass. 
Plus, I'm also doing two extra shows for part of the festival club put on by the Melbourne Comedy Festival, which is at Max Watts House of Sound, which used to be Hi-Fi Bar. It's $15 a ticket. The website for that is comedyfestival.com.au. Just type in Josh Earl or Don't You Know Who I Am or Festival Club. You'll find it. You're smart. You found this. You'll be able to find that. And those shows are going to be great. So the first show, the April 3rd show, is the 100th episode of the podcast. So it's going to be massive. So make sure you come to that. And then also the second one, hopefully, because the first one hopefully is massive. The second one will be, will be too. And I have a very special guest lined up for the second one. A favourite of the podcast. He's only been on once. You can probably guess who it is. He's going to do it. I can't publicly say who it is, but, you know, you guys are good at, good at working out clues. Anyway, that's it from me. Back to the podcast. Hope you're enjoying it. And, yeah, I'll hopefully see you at one of the live dates. Bye. Okay, this round is called Knowing You, Knowing Me. Now, in this round, each of you are given a fact about somebody else on the panel. You have to determine whether it happened to them or whether, in fact, it happened to me. You can ask as many questions as you want. If you're correct, you get a point. If you're incorrect, a point goes to the person who the story may or may not be about. So... To Sarah, was it Ivan, or was it myself, who once, when recording a voiceover for a radio ad, it took us 31 takes to say the word Mackay? 31 That's, takes. I mean, I feel like I'm being culturally insensitive if I say Ivan. <laughs> oh, he's a bit foreign. He might have mispronounced it. But then... But I also fuck up my words quite a lot. You are a simpleton, so... Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's Josh Earl. You're going to you ask any questions? You can ask questions. Nah. You're going to say it's me? Yeah, it's you. You are incorrect. It was a vote. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What happened to Mackay? Can you say it now? I don't know which one was this. Mackay, Mackay. Was, was, that, was that the one, the winery? I, I don't take? know. I, I don't know. I just read it in a, someone wrote about you. You did a radio Adelaide. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I course uh-huh. with them and uh-huh. they said how... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they saw you on they TV were... and they're like, oh, I remember this guy. It took him 31 goes. It was very funny to, for yeah. you to say, you're doing a Bogan accent yeah. trying to say Mackay. Well, this, this, that course, um, when, when I arrived to Australia, was actually uh, um, recently my sixth anniversary uh, on January 12th. And um, I, 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 part of my plan of... of, of starting doing comedy in Australia because I did comedy in Venezuela was to to be um, comfortable in front of a microphone talking in English. So the first thing I do, I was looking for a radio course. So I did a radio course in Adelaide. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I arrived in January. That radio course was about in March and I was already doing it. And uh, after that, I did some um, voiceover courses just to get comfortable about it. And I'm probably, I forgot about it, but I, 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 I I believe in that. This is, this is amazing because you had to pretty much start again in comedy in terms yeah. of just not even a new city but new material because yeah, you yeah. didn't translate from one. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because I, I was listening to some podcasts you were doing uh, to do research for this, and it was interesting. You were saying when you were in, because your material, if you've never seen Ivan, uh, listeners, uh, go and see him. He's great. And it's very much about, or it used to be, it's not so much anymore, but it used to be like Australia, this is what you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when you were saying, you were saying, because you travelled a fair bit when you were living in Venezuela, you would come back and go, hey, Venezuelans, we do this. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And so it's uh, amazing how you've kind of made that switch just go, oh, I'm now the fish out of water. I can, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So when I did comedy in Venezuela, I started doing comedy after I lived in, in, in Australia and in Spain because my family's from Spain. So I lived there for two years. So when I when I went back, because comedy is about having a different perspective. So um, it, it was the easiest way of doing the jokes. It's like, this is how we behave when we migrate. Yeah. And let me tell you uh, uh, how, what's, what's the perspective of a Venezuelan who lives overseas. And when I arrived to Australia, I said, like, okay, this is my turn to 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 see comedy. It's very easy to 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 have a different point of view when you come from overseas. So that's that was my take. Okay, so to Ivan now was it Ellie or myself as children once ate what we thought was an aniseed plant. After eating it, our father said, "I hope you didn't eat that. That is highly poisonous." We lied and said no. To which he replied, "Good, because if you did, you'd be dead in an hour." We then quietly walked to our room and sat there waiting to die. <laughs> is that me or is that Ellie? Oh, it's difficult. I'm, uh... So can I ask questions? Ask questions, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how old were you? I was nine John? years old. How old were you, Ellie? Eight. Mm. Story checks out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Siblings? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I understand yeah. how this works. So, where do you take Ellie? Where do you take that plant from? Uh, the side of the road. Side of the road. And how did your parents realize that you ate that? Because uh, I still had it in my hand. Josh, same questions. Yes. I was going on a bush walk because I lived in Tassie, and mm-hmm. not far from us is a place called Diet Falls. And we went there, and it was all this stuff. And I'd just been watching the Bush Tucker Man, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and was really into it. And was kind of like, I think I know what that is, and it smelled like licorice. And I love yeah. licorice all sorts. I think so you're I lying. Like, I think it's Ellie because you you it was because you said you sat on your room waiting to die. So if you're in a bush walk, no. So it's Ellie. You are correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bush Tucker Man. That was me. <laughs> I stole your information, but this is amazing. I love this story in that you were too scared to say no. I didn't eat it, so you thought, yeah. I'll, I'll just go die now. <laughs> my dad has a horrible sense of humor. Like, in he literally almost has none. Neither of my parents do. Uh, they both hate my comedy so much. Uh, <laughs> every time my parents come to see a show, my mum goes, "No." Oh. Have you seen Faulty Towers? Oh. <laughs> the dining um, experience. Oh, gosh. She would love that so much. I have no idea. She would talk about that nonstop forever. Um, no, but I, yeah, so I, because I, I, I really did love licorice and I used to walk about, we had a huge property, I used to walk about and then uh, was like, oh, I found it. I finally got some bush tucker and then showed it to my dad and he was like, mm, you're going to die. And so actually what I did is I tried to drink vinegar so I would throw up. Um, and oh. that, yeah. Uh, and that didn't work, so I decided to die. I wrote a will. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> old you? What are you giving away? I was giving away my soft toys. I had a, a oh. Pocahontas doll that I was very partial to. I had a lot of Babysitter's Club books that were very valuable uh, and uh, then actually fell asleep and woke up and was like, oh, I'm not dead. 
and then just never told anyone. <laughs> Did you keep that will? Is that will still standing as your main will? Oh, look, it's probably somewhere in a box at my parents' house. So if I die and never find it, the Pocahontas doll doesn't go to my sister because she uh, ate my Easter egg one time. So your, your dad, though, he knew mm. it was not poisonous. He was yeah. just being... An asshole. <laughs> yeah, he never told me. Like, he never told me that it wasn't poisonous. But I'm just trying to get my head around that as him, you just going off then and him just going, oh, she's she's brave, that one. She's brave. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know when animals kind of just go away from anyone to die? Like, yeah, yeah. Done, you've got, oh, just gonna... <laughs> Look, he had three other kids. He was okay. fine. <laughs> okay, so uh, to Ellie. Now, was it Daniel mm-hmm. or was it me who once helped with a citizen's arrest? Ooh. with two other guys, by holding down the thief until the cops came, only to discover that we were holding down the wrong guy. Is that Dan or is that me? Okay, question. What did the original thief steal, Dan? He'd come out like a, a record store. Oh. Mm. It was like a music slash record store. Okay. Mm. What year was this? Uh, I'd say 07. Okay. Josh, same questions? The supermarket. Oh. Hmm. I don't what know was, what he was stealing. You don't know what he was stealing? I think he'd been there a lot. And okay. Like, yeah, and then he tried to do a runner. And so, yeah, but he did do a runner because... No, he tried to do a runner. Tried, but then he held the wrong person down. Yeah, but then, yeah. Okay. <laughs> did you go to this record store often? Uh, I, I wasn't in there. I was walking past outside. Oh, okay. And the dude's pinned him and I helped them pin him. And then he only came out. Oh. And the police came mm-hmm. and he said, that's not the guy. <laughs> how did they know it wasn't the guy? She had seen the face. Oh. How did the, how did they know it wasn't the guy? CCTV footage. Oh. Okay. I think it was Josh. You are incorrect. It was Dan. Oh. <laughs> so it was really a record store? Yeah, Canberra. Oh. That's, where uh, my, that's where I was going to say it might happen because oh, really? oh, yeah. that's where I spent most of my youth. But then. In Canberra, um, in Bill Connor, in mm. Canberra. And, okay. uh, yeah, Is I, it I Land, just... Land Speed Records? Um, it was called... That's a great name for a record it's store. It's a good no, record store like too. It was a family. Oh, okay. I can't remember the surname. But they um so they were sort of wrestling him and I came in and just sort of assisted and like grabbed the leg. <laughs> and uh, the Grab guys the were leg, like the, the leg. The, yeah, the guys he, yeah, I don't know why they the lady why she didn't come out and just say that's not him straight away. The police came. <laughs> Maybe he she was had into his face it. down and then they stood him up and she was just like, Oh I'm, I'm so, I'm so sorry. That's not wow. Did she offer him a voucher um, or something? Or I, no? I don't know. I, I left pretty quickly because <laughs> I didn't want to be attached you are, to it. Yeah. You did an assault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that lady was just thirsty for yeah. any kind but of yeah, justice. Yeah. And the whole time the guy was like, oh, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And we're like, shut up, mate. You are guilty. <laughs> he needed to be a damsel do in distress. Oh, yeah. You're like the man that ch- tackled that uh, the person who stole the chook. And everyone was like, he's a hero because he stole a chicken off someone. Who's that? Oh, did you know? Oh, it was like, no, everyone, I'm like, everyone knows the chicken story. No. Um, there, there's a guy, <laughs> um, there was a guy recently, um, someone stole a, a hot chook from Coles or Woods, I can't remember, it doesn't matter, a place where there is hot chickens. Um, and this old, like, baby boomer dude, like, ran after him was like oh mate and like tackled him and got the chook back off him and there was this huge article about how he was a hero and like you know he was a photos of him holding a hot chook and everyone was like all right well let's all steal hot chickens from 
different supermarkets and uh, just stick it to the baby boomers. And that's my favourite pro- protest I've ever heard in my life. Because <laughs> there was a, a few years ago, a guy in the city stole a lobster out of a tank. Like, past. <laughs> you know how at the, I think it's on uh, Russell Street. They've got yeah. the restaurants Aww. with the lobsters in the yeah. He stole it and only got like a block up the road because the lobster fucking just started bite, like nipping him. <laughs> yeah. And so he just dropped it and like, people just ran after him, picked it back up and put it back in the Aww. tank. Oh, so close. The I, thing about lobsters is every they time can't, they that's don't true. die, they don't die naturally. Yeah. What? Oh yeah, they well they can live for hundred yeah, yeah. Well, mm. over hundred yeah. years. That but they mate for like... life too. That's very sad. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. if you're gonna eat one lobster, eat two. I'm veggie. <laughs> yeah. But that that poor lobster was like, Aww. I'm about to die finally. Yeah. And then this guy just takes it out and I'm like, what are you doing, man? Oh, just let me die. Let them eat the meat. Feel my pincers. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I say. Okay, so to Daniel, was it Sarah or me who once king hit our little brother because at the dinner table he was stealing our peas? Whoa. <laughs> I like this. Um, how old Drama. Were you when this happened, Sarah? Like 17. 17? <laughs> yeah, like old enough to know better. So you took your peas? He was stealing my peas. It was Christmas lunch. I just king hit him, smash in Christmas the Christmas lunch. It's, oh. Yeah, really ruined Christmas. Mm. So king hit. I regretted it. I'm not an animal. Like, I didn't mean to. I was provoked. Was he looking at directly Please. at you? No, he just kept, like, stealing one and then stealing one. I was like, stop, stop, mum. And then mum was like, King Paul, stop it. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I didn't feel backed by my mother. So I know in the harsh light of day this doesn't sound reasonable, but I'm going to finish the sentence. So I king hit my small brother in the face and right. then I regretted it forever. And they bring it up all the time. I, mm, I, like I, I could see a sister king hitting a brother. But you don't seem like the king hit type, Josh. What, Do you what? have brothers? I don't either. I, I, I have sisters, yeah. two older sisters. Uh, brothers, mm. we fought all the time. Lot. But a king hit, as so in like I, not looking. I'll tell you how it was. So yeah. <laughs> I, love I was really fussy eater as a kid. Yeah. And peas were on one of the things. How old were you, by the way? 13. He 13. was 10. Yeah. So I was really fussy. And peas, and he knew one of the only things I would eat, veggie-wise, were yeah. peas. I hated carrots, hated fucking beans, hated potato, mashed potato especially. Anyway, so he <laughs> would sit here. There's five in our family. So my older brother had his spot on one side. My mum would be at the end. My dad would be at the end. And so because we were the smallest, we sat next to each other. So he was on this side. So we were stealing my peas. And then I was facing forward. And with this arm, just fucking roundhouse, <laughs> bang. <laughs> like, so we, for the list, my right arm just kind of clocked him back. And he kind of fell. And we were like, because we were right next to the window, he kind of fell into the window. Okay. It was such a, I, felt, I never felt so proud okay. of myself. <laughs> do you okay, do that? Just, do you I'm still do say, that? No. I'm going to say Josh. <laughs> Purely because of the passion you have <laughs> in your eyes. You are incorrect. Oh, hey! Hey! I'm not proud, but that's what I did. So I did so well. oh, oh, I wanted to do it so many times. <laughs> and Paul, it's true. I, I'm I was such a fussy eater. Sarah, oh. tell me your love with. Uh, how much, why do you love Pierce so much? Oh, I didn't think that's what the takeaway from the, sh- the story was, but okay. I love peace. Um, let's remember but, that. Uh, no, I do love peace, and my brother is great, but so annoying, and he knew how to get me, man. And he was kind of giggling as he did it, and it just look. I tell you what, if nothing else. It did shut the moment down and he didn't steal any more peas. Like, the horsing around really did stop after I did that. Did he, did you knock him out? Like, proper... No! <laughs> but he did, he laughed for a second then cried and I felt so bad. Was there I, any blood? Ne- any... I never bullied a sibling again. Yeah. How bad was it? Like, blood? No! Just like a gentle, <laughs> closed fist to the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay. a loving Do you have siblings? Punch. You had a brother, right? Yeah, older brother. Did you ever fight? Like uh, A lot. So, did you have a rule that you didn't punch each other in the face? <laughs> 
Because we, um, the Earl boys, had an unspoken rule: we never hit our faces, never hit the money okay. makers. Um, <laughs> so I th- we did not have that it, rule. It, I also did not have that. I think it was an unspoken rule. Um, my brother is an older brother, four years old, just the two of us, and older. Sorry, uh, not old, older, <laughs> and. Um, it's a he's a good brother. He he, <laughs> he wants um he was so mad at me and I think he wanted to punch me in the face like properly. He wants he wanted to break a bone. But instead of doing that, he punched the wall and he broke his oh. hand. Oh. And he hated me forever. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, that rankles. <laughs> they, they call it the 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 box the boxer's uh, fracture is that oh, that little yeah. the how do you call it the the fifth met met meta met yeah carpal we couldn't sound more lame right yeah. now so it's let's put it this way it's a it's a long bone on your hand and um, behind your uh, um pinkest knuckle oh yeah yeah okay so if you if you punch badly if you punch in a in a wrong position you're gonna break that bone. Gosh. And he did mm. that because he was mad at me and he didn't punch his little brother. He's mm. a good brother. My little oh, brother. No. He's like a second father. Oh, my little brother wants chasing me around the house with a block of wood. Yeah. And he's gonna throw it at me and he threw it and I shut the door behind me and I went through the door <gasps> like a wooden door. Yeah. We were the only ones home at the time and. I relished in this, oh, you're going <laughs> to fucking cop it. You are so, you're going to cop this. And I was loving it. He was in hysterics. And mum and dad got home and they were just pissed off at both of us because the door, like they weren't yeah. angry at him. They were just like, the door and you were in charge. It backfired badly. Okay, no at the end of that round, at the end of that round, the scores are Dan, still on three points. Oh. Sarah on four points. Mm-hmm. Ellie, still on four points. But in the lead now on six points at Savannah. <laughs> Yeah! Our next round, our final round, is called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out 10 questions all about you guys. If you think you know who it is, you buzz in. Your name is your buzzer. You can't buzz in for questions about yourself. You get a point if you get right. You get a point if you get wrong. Only round you can lose points. Our first question is this one. Who recently studied at a ramen school? Dan. Yes, Dan. No, it was Ivan. Ivan studied at a ramen school in Japan. Yes. Five days. Checked out. Five days with a, a um, just a ramen master and a, a translator from Colombia. Oh, Ooh. nice! In Osaka, yeah. Wasn't the reason you were looking for a toilet? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it was after that. <laughs> Straight after. Question two: Whose first kiss was to John Cougar Mellencamp? Camps hurt so good. <laughs> Whose first kiss was to that song? Dan. Ellie. Uh, Dan got in first. Sarah. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> <it is. laughs> Great. Were song. you going to say Sarah as well? I was. Yeah. <laughs> Good song, yeah. <laughs> nah. It's so good. <laughs> I felt so good. Come dirty. on, baby. Who was he? Uh, a or boy she? from a small country town. <laughs> it mm. wasn't 2018 then. <laughs> Gary? Was it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gary played the steel drums. <laughs> uh, okay, next question. Who here has a fear of cotton wool? Dan. Yes, Dan. Clara. Yes, you are correct. It was Ellie, yes. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I don't like it. Is it how how big a fear is it though? Is it you're an adult and you go, I just don't like touching it, or is um, it about, oh, I'm going to leave the room? And depends on the level. It was from making those Santas in pre-primary school where you had to glue the the beard on, yeah. and then I would get the fibers stuck to my fingers, and I just couldn't get them off, and I would just scream in class, and the teachers were like, yeah, and it was, I couldn't explain what was wrong with my hands. Um, I'm all right with it now. I don't have it in my house, but Lisa Sky, because uh, she has a belly button phobia that I like to exploit and scare her with. Um, so, wow. Yeah, she she hates them. Yeah. Um, she really wants to get hers removed. Um, 
But uh, so, but <laughs> it's a whole thing. Ask her about it. Um, but then uh, she knows I hate cotton wool. So sometimes she'll just send me photos of her with cotton wool balls stuffed in her mouth. <laughs> and I cannot handle it. It's a real problem. <laughs> That's not true friendship, guys. Do you just take a photo of your belly button and send it back to her? Like, yeah. Oh. I had this phone case that was shaped like an ear um, and she, that she also hated. And one time I sent a photo of, of me sticking it in my belly button and <laughs> she lost her mind. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> true ha- friendship. Explain each any, other's fears. Any fears that are irrational? No. Um, I don't like um, pointy things. Not even um, <laughs> forty <laughs> centimeters or, or half a meter away from my like from my eyes. Like, for oh. example, if I'm if I have a drink with a straw, yeah, I have to point the straw away from my eyes, <laughs> I have, away from my face. You've had it's very hard to drink. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Like, I, I I can feel the straw going through my eyes. Like, I can feel it. I'm, I don't like things on my eyes. I've never had to walk, wear contacts, and I don't think I'd be able to do it. No. Just poking. I'm wearing poking contacts eyes. right now. Yeah. How does that make you feel? That fine on you. It's just as long as you don't try and Thank put you. them on my eyes. Thank you. I have to poke makeup at my eyes all the time, so I'm pretty used to it. Yeah. Heights, I can't do. Heights. Heights. That's pretty standard. Yeah, mine's yeah. needles. Mm. Needles are pretty standard. They make mm. sense, though, because needles are going to hurt heights. You can fall and die. You saying cotton wool doesn't make sense, Josh? No. <laughs> yeah, no. pretty much. Pretty no, much an eyes of straw. Doesn't, a straw and cotton wool. You get, get out of my craft room. <laughs> it's pretty common. <laughs> Josh Hill's craft room next yeah. to your show. Oh, my God. It's, it's on, it's on the 80th that. floor, so Dan's not going to get there either. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's filled with needles. <laughs> Why? Yeah, sewing needles. Okay, question four. Who was infamous in their town because of the shoes they decided to wear? Ivan. Yes, Ivan. Sarah. No, it was Ellie. Oh. I'll point off Ivan there. So what? Uh, Albany in Western Australia. Wow. Uh, I had some tartan Doc Martens that were green and blue that we ordered from the Freeman's catalogue in the UK because my parents were faux bougie. Like, just so, like, my dad's a chiropractor and my mum uh, likes to pretend that she's very fancy. Um, so she used to just order things from catalogues and then tell everyone how much what, they cost and what's what catalogue. Like, just really, like... Bourgeois? Uh, Bourgeois? Yeah, like, bougie. Like, just kind of, like, uh, uh, like... Buying all the nice things and like just and that's the only thing that I liked and if you know the idea of buying home brand anything was like oh no okay. um they super do not like the way I live now okay. um home brand flower for life it's a new <laughs> word from the new expression faux bougie faux bougie faux bougie question five who once tried to drag a dead kangaroo off the highway grabbed its tail only for it to get up and jump away Sarah yes Sarah I reckon that's Dan you are correct yes it was Dan <laughs> yeah. that was very quick <laughs> he seems her. like the only person on this panel who could drag away a yeah. kangaroo <laughs> and like also think that they could I yeah. know that I don't even believe that about myself I've already it down esta- going, what did you steal what did you steal <laughs> <laughs> I've already established my lack of strength so yeah. you can carry your boyfriend Oh, with assistance from him. If yeah. he was dead, he'd be. I'd just all like unconscious. Absolutely not. What if he was on a wooden floor? What oh, if your child tower. was trapped <laughs> under your boyfriend and you use superhuman mother strength? Doesn't matter if you don't have kids. Imagine. Yep. Yep. That works. I I broke into a door because huh. the little ha- the handle on it kind of went away, and so my son, who was like eight months at the time, was asleep in there, and I shut the door behind me, and I felt the handle click, and I went to open it again, and the handle wouldn't open. So I had to, Incredible Hulk style, just bust the door down. With strength you had never previously noticed about yourself. I did, just like that. That's true. And yeah. it happened again, not like about three years later, but there were no kids in the room. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it the second time. Mm. First time, bang. Yeah. 
muscles. It's definitely <laughs> daddy muscles. <laughs> Who's your daddy? Is that how you felt with your hulky kangaroo strength? You were like, this is my child. Yeah. <laughs> I just do it my bit for the community. It was in a really dangerous spot on a busy highway late at night and – I I just I went past. It, I was like, I got to move that because if someone mm. could crash, oh my to god, avoid you're it. basically a great guy. Well, yeah. I went to do, and it must have got clipped or something because I grabbed oh. its tail and <laughs> like a like, lizard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's where I thought the story was going. Gecko. To be honest, and it, it Are they not all the same? I thought <laughs> geckos and kangaroos. <laughs> it just sort of read to its feet really easily with oh. me still hot, and it was just like. Fuck you, mate. You know what? This was Let another mistaken identity thing. That was just a kangaroo having a sleep and yeah. you interrupted it. I don't know what had happened to it, but it was pissed that I touched it. <laughs> <laughs> Question six. Who once had a job testing the vitality of yeast? Oh. Ellie. Yes, Ellie. Yvonne? Yes, you are correct. Yes, it was. Yes. yes. I don't know why I thought you were a yeasty boy, but my yes. instincts. <laughs> So We're the very accurate. first time in Australia was in 2004 and five, and I studied food technology at Southbank TAFE in Brisbane. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, I did my work experience at the Forex Brewery, and my job was to um, take the samples of the yeast and uh, um, test the vitality of, uh, of the yeast on, during fermentation on different cycles of, of pitching yeast for different um, uh, uh, batches of beer. Vital titration, that was the name of the of the of the test. So when you were coming out the second time Yeah. Was that on your regime? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and you yeah, have yeah, to yeah. like because you, you can't get more Aussie than working at the Forex factory. That absolutely. Is. Absolutely. <laughs> um um when I'm actually when I when I migrated here, um I migrated with a with um uh, temporary regional visa, and it was uh, depending on on your skills. It was a skills migration visa, so I, I migrated as a as a food uh, chemist. Yep. That was that was the profession. I uh, that was that's that's how I got the points to be here. What, they didn't, they didn't want another comedian. What's going on? No, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. Question seven: Who once drove cross country with a complete stranger because they had to get to their gig? Ellie. Yes, Ellie. You are correct. Yes, it is. Yeah. Why is he like the kind of person who would? Why did you? Where guess was this? Me? It's true. Um, I drove across Ireland with this. I missed a flight and I had to um, fly into the wrong airport uh, into Ooh. Dublin instead of Shannon, where I needed to be. And a man in the airport queue was like, oh, "I'm also going to do that. Do you want? Do you want to hire a car together and we'll drive?" And I, was, I just looked at him as he was talking. I was like. This is not wise, but I reckon I could take him if things got right. <laughs> so I just went with him and it was great. It was mad. Drove across mm. country. Uh, How long a drive? Uh, from Shannon to Dublin. I don't remember, but it was like the sun was coming up when we got there. Yeah. And it turned out he was a lovely guy. He bought really nice car snacks. He wouldn't accept money for the hire car. Really cool oh. guy. And he was driving through the night to make it back for his daughter's graduation the next day. And she happened to be... The head of the Jedwood Irish fan club. <laughs> That's all wow. I remember about him. I was like, I'm glad I did this drive, but also stop missing flights, Sarah. Ugh. Okay, time. everyone close their mouth for this one. Who once smashed their two front teeth after riding their scooter into the back of a four wheel drive? Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Oh, I reckon that is Dan. You are incorrect. It was Ellie. Ellie. Yes. <laughs> Put off Sarah there. Hi. <laughs> it was yellow, a little yellow V-Moto, and its name was Sid. Uh, <laughs> and I passed out on the road and called my boyfriend three times to tell him that I'd had an accident um, in the ambulance, and they let me do it. Oh. <laughs> 
By the third time, he was really annoyed. He's like, I know, I'm leaving the house. So, so the second time, he would have been like, fuck, something else has happened now. And then, yeah. I just had a really serious concussion. <laughs> so what, what caused the accident? You just um, I It was a combination of things. Um, I turned to, change, to check the lane uh, next to me and turned back and the car in front of me had stopped quite suddenly. Um, no damage to their car, by the way. My scooter completely bent and totally totaled. Um, And also I like to sing really loudly while I was on my scooter into the wind like the rebel that I am. And um, I think I was probably doing a bit of that as well. Um, and Dan, any any offence there taking that Sarah thought you'd drive a scooter? Is that <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought it was like a kid's scooter too. Yeah, I thought so it was a kid's scooter. Yeah. Oh, like a push Were along. your teeth just totally gone? Um, no, actually the front one, uh, so the, this one was uh, half gone and then this one weirdly just a triangle Ooh. out. So there was still a little bit on the side. Oh. Some of the bottom. Anyone else freaking out about yeah. this? I think I have yeah. an irrational fear. Hi. Well, I've got a fake tooth as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the fake tooth technology has gotten much better what? um they like just put this like filler in it and then put some light on it and then did a little sand and it was fine i, I broke mine though like mine i had, had a gray tooth for ages from mm-hmm. an old basketball accident and then i got it all done and then they said oh you'll be fine and i said can i eat on it and they said yeah you'll be fine and then the first thing i ate toast bang crumbled and i'm like <laughs> wow <laughs> all right gonna go back and they're like oh yeah we'll put a fake one on i oh, will put a like a temporary one on and then mm-hmm. yeah we'll wait two weeks before we get it back again it's like oh fuck two weeks mm-hmm. of soup it was bullshit. Anyway, question nine. <laughs> Who once cooked for Tony Abbott? Sarah. Yes, Sarah. I think it's Yvonne. You are incorrect. It's Dan Connell. Because yeah. oh, Dan. <laughs> Dan used to be a chef. I was a chef, yeah. yeah. After oh. school for about oh. five years. Oh, sneaky. What did you cook for him? Uh, just slop. I worked, in <laughs> 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 I, worked, um, I worked in a sport and recreation camp in oh. Jindabyne in New South Wales, a big, like a school kids camp, and he okay. did a charity ride from Canberra to Jindabyne mm. with about 15 other politicians. And, uh, yeah, we just cooked, like, bacon and eggs and, and muffins and pancakes and things okay. um, for a week for him, yeah. With the sprinkle of pubes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was, was, uh, it? <laughs> it was the health... Family and aging, or health and aging, or something like that. He was the, yeah, he was in that. Uh, that this is before yeah. Prime Minister. But we had a chat at the end of the week, and he's, he's we sort of got to know each other. He said, "What are you up to, going forward?" I said, "I'll probably stay in Jindabyne." And he said, "What about?" I said, "What about you, Tony? What are you up to?" And he said, "I'll probably, I'll probably get out of politics." <gasps> and I said, "Wow, no. and I said, that's quite revealing." And I said, "No." Stay in. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Dan. Also, I'm surprised you didn't give him a palate cleansing raw onion. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and our final question for the entire game, it is this one. Who once got caught trying to smuggle a fake gun in their airport luggage? Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Mm, my, my, my. Could be any one of you three. I'm going to say Evan. You are incorrect. That was Dan Connell as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that was a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the same day as Tony Abbott. No, this is not that long ago. I was going to Sydney for Fringe and I had a balaclava and a gun. <laughs> I carry on. I only travel with carry on. And yeah. I was just going to say to them, like, it's for comedy and all that sort of they stuff. They do love jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to the conveyor belt. And I, I called the guard over and I was like, Look, I've, got a, I've got a fake gun <laughs> in my bag because I didn't want to alert everyone else around. And she just ran, walked away quite briskly. And I was like, this is bad. And then three guards came over and I was like, oh, this is fucked. <laughs> and he's like, is there a, a, a gun in your bag? And I said, oh, it's, it's fake. And he goes, fake, real. That doesn't matter at this point. And I said, surely that matters at every point. <laughs> yeah, then I just, uh, I was pretty lucky. I, I had to. 
get my comedy books out <laughs> and prove that I, I do comedy. Like I had to show them jokes and the joke about the balaclava and the gun in my book. Like I had my, my notepads yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did they laugh at any yeah. of your jokes? Not really. They were not like, there wasn't a, there was no laughing. Did you, tough gig. I felt, yeah. D- did you go on YouTube and get your gala spot up and go, see, I, I do it like I'm pretty, yeah. yeah. It was a pre that, unfortunately. Oh, oh no. But I got, uh, they just, they were going to fire me, but then they just took the stuff and, oh. and gave me a warning. Oh, is, what? They took yeah. your fake gun? I know, yeah. So you have to go buy one in Sydney mm-hmm. for the friends. Our balaclava, oh. which are not cheap. No. At the end of the game, the scores are Sarah on two points. Yay. Dan on four points. Yay. Ivan on five points. But our winner, Ellie, on six points. Competitiveness pays off. (laughs) Thank you all very much for playing Don't You Know I Am, Ellie, because you won. You get to plug first. You've got some shows coming up in the festivals. Oh, yeah, I do. You've also got your your possible campaign. Oh, yeah, but it ends in like five days. Um, And it's been, oh. It's been overfunded. It's pretty cool. Um, look up the worst world tour ever uh, on Possible, and that's me. Um, but I'm also doing that show, The Worst, which is about uh, an octopus, um, at Fringe World and Adelaide Fringe, and then also in Brisbane at a yet to be set date. Cool. And then I'm doing my new show, Whom, at Comedy Festival uh, at the Butterfly Club, um, which is not written yet, but it's going to be top notch. Go and see Ellie. She's very, very funny. Oh, thank you. Sarah? Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sarah Bonetto. Uh, you can work out how to spell it. You're smart yeah. people. Um, I am gigging around the UK doing the festival season, UK summer festival season. Um, maybe back next Aussie summer in town. But just say hi on Twitter. There's always something. Oh, and there's a short film that my comedy writer pal from London, um, Alice Sanders, and I wrote about catcalling. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fun uh, rumination on that. It's a short film on my Twitter. If you look at it, it's the pinned post, or it is as we go to record now. Um, but that's called Harassment Actually. Cool. Oh. Dan? Uh, I'm doing a, a brand new show called Bit of Shush at all the festivals, uh, Perth Fringe, Adelaide. He's spelling shush. U-S-H. And then Melbourne and Sydney. So uh, you can jump on my website, danielcollin.com.au. Sweet. And Ivan? I'm doing um, Adelaide Fringe, Melbourne Comedy Festival, Brisbane Comedy Festival, Sydney Comedy Festival, Perth Comedy Festival, New Zealand Comedy Festival. The show's called Matador. Um, 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 You can find me on, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as Ivan Comedy. Because it's easier, <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, my website is ivanaristegueta.com.au, but I bought .com as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, yeah, and eventually in Edinburgh this year it will be my first Yay! time in Edinburgh. Yeah. 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 Me yeah. also. Oh, yeah. it's my first oh, time buddies. going. Yeah. And Dan, <laughs> we're all going to yeah. Edinburgh. Let's so, all have a reunion drink yeah. and remember this, but with yes. no Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'll be there. Yeah. No, you're a dad. But yes. <laughs> but if you are in Brisbane and you enjoy the show, I'm coming up March 11 to do a live. Don't you know who I am? At Haya Bar at three o'clock, and then at five o'clock, I'm doing an hour of stand up as well. There, Brilliant. I haven't been to Brisbane mm. to do stand up since 2014, so I've got Haya Bar is a beautiful, yeah, beautiful place. Mm. I've heard really good things, yep. and so I'm doing that. And I'm also going to be in Canberra doing the Canberra Comedy Festival on March 24th and 25th. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a couple of shows there, so check their website. And then also the shows in Melbourne are on sale now for the four at the European Beer Cafe, and also the two for Festival Club at the Max Watts House of Sound. So go to joshua.com.au for all the details. Thanks for listening. Until next time, bye.
Goddamn, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.